Hello and welcome to Mike Martin Asks again. This week I have another successful entrepreneur for you guys and I'm really excited to introduce him. It's took me a few weeks to get him on. Um, this guy's actually got 15 years experience in the CPA marketing. Now, when I say 15 years experience CPA, if you don't know what that means, it means cost per action. So basically, he's been getting paid for other people clicking shit for 15 years. So that's that's pretty good. <laughs> it's a pretty good job. When people say you don't have to lift a finger, <laughs> other people lift their fingers, they make clicks and he gets paid. So it's pretty good. He's actually got over two and a half thousand, right? Not students, successful students. So when you talk about success stories, some people are like, oh yeah, I've got 5,000 students who do blah, blah, blah. Not all success stories, probably 10% of success. This guy's got two and a half thousand success stories under his name, students that he's actively trained, okay? And he's generated multiple eight-figure commissions, okay? Eight-figure commissions. When we talk about a lot of people are like, oh God, if I could make seven figures online, it'd change my life. Well, this guy has actually managed to make 10 million figures. I don't know the exact numbers, but I know it's eight-figure commissions online, which is absolutely mental, okay? If you try and work out that over the space of a few years, it's a shit ton of money, okay? And he's an expert in monetizing traffic with lead generation offers. So we all love lead generation. We like SEO and paid traffic and stuff like that. This guy's an expert. Um, I'm going to shut up, and I'm going to introduce you to my friend, Take it away. Tell us who you are, my friend. It's William Souza. Hey, Mike. So um, first of all, I just want to thank you for, for uh, having me here. It's really a pleasure to be having the chance to uh, talk to you and uh, to be here with your audience as well. So yeah, my name is William Souza, and I uh, live in Brazil. I don't know if my accent is... Uh, if you can tell it based on my accent, some people guess it right, others don't. But uh, I live in Brazil, and... Uh, I've been doing, as Mike said, uh, you know, CPA marketing for for over 15 years now, and um, I think that uh, it's it's an, it's not just a business for me to be honest. Now, it's something that I really enjoy doing, and the reason for that, of course, it's because it's also profitable, but also because it's uh, uh, it's something that I have used to first change my life, but then to help other people do the same. And I think that it's it's the type of model where it's win win win. Like, uh, you know, everyone involved makes money. The companies that we generate the leads for, they make a lot of money too, as well. So, yeah, it's what I've been doing for for 15 years now, and for the last 10 years or so, which in internet time, I think it's also a lot of time. I've been um, coaching students and helping people. Uh, do the same, help people get started with CPA marketing and, uh, and, and well, basically CPA marketing, it's a type of affiliate marketing, but, uh, it's kind of under that umbrella of affiliate marketing. And I've been helping people focus specifically on offers in the CPA space that are, uh, lead generation offers. So basically help people make money without generating sales. I think that this is, uh, the coolest thing about about uh, CPA marketing. What does that mean? Does that mean like um, getting like like because we do a lot of local business lead generation? Is that kind of like somebody mm-hmm. clicks on a link, gives their information, and it gets sent to a business, and they pay for the information instead of paying for the sale of a product? Is that what what you mean by the lead yes, generation? Yes, 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 exactly. So uh, the thing is that when you're promoting these offers, like I like to. Um, be specific about the free lead generation offers because not every CPA offer, like CPA, as you said, it's co- uh, it stands for cost per action or cost per acquisition. And there are different types of actions that uh, 
that the offers require and that merchants are willing to pay for. Not all of them are free, but many of them are free. And the ones that are free, uh, lead generation offers, uh, it's basically that. You get someone, for example, uh, to register to test a free service or to install a free app on their phone, to start using the app, and you get paid for that. So the end user is not paying anything. They're not spending any money yet. Of course, on the back end, companies will be monetizing that lead. But if you're the affiliate, or as uh, the term uh, most uh, commonly used in the CPA space is publisher, not affiliate, but it's pretty much the same. Uh, So if you're the affiliate or the publisher, you're getting paid just for generating that lead. So like if you look at your phone now, for example, I'm sure you have tons of apps there that you use for, I don't know, for managing your finances, maybe some games that you play or, uh, you know, there are all kinds of apps that we use. And most of them are actually free apps. Yep. So uh, they make money by showing you ads, for example, or uh, some of them have paid subscriptions, so you can upgrade. But, uh, you know, you use them for free. You install them on your phone and you're not paying anything. But if you, when you installed the app on your phone, for example, it was, uh, you were referred by an affiliate, that affiliate got a commission for that. And oh, uh, wow. So that's how it works with the free one. So, so, so it's kind of like a game, isn't it? It's like, if, if it's, it's like a game, you're, 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 you've got a strategy to a page and, and your strategy mm-hmm. is like, how can we make sure that anyone who lands on this page kind of installs this specific app because i've seen these spinny wheel ones where it's like oh sorry you lost sorry you lost and you can't stop pressing them until you win and then it's like oh you've won a free app which is free anyway but <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that's exactly. everything you do yeah that's that's one of the ways to do it yeah basically yeah. um it, it depends where you're getting traffic from but the fact is that we uh as internet users we are uh we are uh, actually being uh, um we are, we are leads all the time for other companies. Like when we're using the internet, we register for things. We submit an email address yep. to attend a webinar or to try a, a free training or to watch a video course to get an ebook. Uh, so we are always doing that. So um, the, the cool thing about CPA marketing is that you can uh, promote all those kind of things and you can get paid uh, regardless of whether people will buy something on the back end or be great in the future or, you know, you, you can just, it, it's basically like this, I think, uh, at least the way I see it, like the sales process uh, for any kind of business, I think that it involves uh, several steps until you actually get the sale. And so you so, take care only of the first one, just the lead part. I, I run ads, right, to a, uh, to, to, to a page which mm-hmm. gives people a free um a free, a completely free, it's about 30 pages long, full website audit from start to finish. So basically they put in their website, their name and address, uh, sorry, their name, first name, last name, and their um, email address. And then what will happen is we'll do a full website audit for them from start to finish on their website and send them the audit via email. So they have to give us the right email to think it. And it says, I can email you. But I run ads to that. So obviously sometimes cost per acquisition is, is, is 25 cents, but sometimes cost uh-huh. per acquisition can go up as, as much as like $5. So so uh-huh. I could put that into a CPA network and uh-huh. get and get a guarantee. So I, I say every, anyone who, who, who gets a website audit, I'll pay 25 cents. And that would well, probably be more than that. But but realistically, is that, is that something I could do? Yes, absolutely. So, well, you you certainly know what is your average, uh, let's say, earnings per, per 
per uh, lead or how much money you make on average for every person that subscribes there on your page. So you can just set a fixed uh, payout for affiliates that bring in more more leads and you can list your offer on a CPA network. You would be like on the other side of the game. I am always the one promoting the offers. You would be the one who uh, owns a service and wants to get more, more people to register for your service. So yeah, you can definitely do that. And just in case... Uh, some people who are seeing us do not know what a, a CPA network is that you mentioned. Uh, a CPA network, it's just like uh, a marketplace. Like you, if you join as a, an affiliate, or as I said, they use the term publisher more often, mm-hmm. then uh, you join as a publisher and you can go through all the offers they have there. You can navigate uh, through their categories and, and, and pick the ones you want to promote. And in, in your example, you would be the, the advertiser. So you want to advertise your service there. So you would be... Yeah. Uh, listing your offer there and it, it's like clickbank like if you uh if the experience is pretty much the same the difference is that on clickbank you're selling things and you're getting a percentage of the sale you generate there you, you don't have to worry about that you just focus on generating leads and there's there's actually one thing that's pretty cool is that because your service that you mentioned it's it's free like uh initially for people right but um it's 100% free. Some... They can use it as many times as they want. All they have to do is give me an email, um, and then mm-hmm. I'm going to put them into a follow-on sequence, and I'm going to I'm going to help them as SEOs. Because anyone who's got a website wants SEO, and anyone who's got a website, if they want SEO, it means they're going to get a free thing. And then I'm going to say, oh, by the way, have you thought about this? Have you thought about this? Have you thought about this? And over the next few weeks, I'm going to share with them or months. I'll share with them things every single week that I've found in my in my um, while whilst being an SEO for the last 14, 15 years. Um, things that I think are relevant that will work for them and that have always worked. And then I, I share strategies and things like that with them. So that what you've just said to me is like, oh my God, I, we're always paying at first, but we could pay later. Yeah. And, and, and one cool thing is that uh, in some cases, like for example, if you have a subscription service or if you have uh, a service uh, like uh, a product that you market in and it's like a funnel. So you have some other products and upgrades and other things that come after that front end product. Uh, you can offer different types of commissions on, on CP networks. Like when I join as an, an affiliate, I have many offers there that will pay me, for example, $50 per conversion. And the conversion is a sale. It's not a free offer. However, the person is paying like a dollar or $2 for a free trial. So I, I get someone to pay like a dollar for testing that service and I mm-hmm. immediately earn a $50 commission. And the thing is that uh, it happens because, of course, uh, if it's a subscription-based product, for example, they will continue with the, uh, with the subscription. And, of course, the, 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 the company that's offering that commission, they know what is the average retention and how much they can afford actually paying for a new lead that's taking the trial period. But basically, uh, as the affiliate... I oftentimes get paid a lot more than the actual sale that I generate. And I think it's cool because of course it's, it's also good for, for the advertiser paying me because in the long run, they will make uh, that money back and they will have a profit. It's going to be great for them. They are acquiring a new client. But for me, uh, uh, I'm getting all that money right away. Like I'm not waiting several months of subscription and, and, and getting commissions until I can actually get to $50, which could, which could be possible. Like in, for many services that have this model, uh, they can be profitable as well. But the nice thing is that for me, I'm kind of getting the money up front, which yeah. is which is cool. And it attracts lots of affiliates. And, and, and for merchants, if you have a good budget and if you know your numbers, like you're, you know how much you can pay that's safe for you, 
uh, it, it can be a great way to scale as well. So this is the so cool like thing about what you CPA. just said. Then when they pay fifty dollars, if they, if they know out of every twelve people they'll get one customer paying them fifty dollars a month, and the average stick rate is twelve months, they know mm-hmm. that if they pay you fifty dollars to sign up for a free trial, they're going to get 12 new people on their list and they're going to break even after 12 months. Now that sounds like people, a lot of people are like, that's fucking backward, but it's not because then you've got 12 people on your email list that have already parted with a dollar, right? And that's uh-huh. the important bit, right? It's not that they've signed up for a free, oh, I'll put my email in here. It's like they've parted with a dollar, meaning they're buying leads. I don't give a shit if they spend a dollar or they spend $10. Those 12 people, you can then market to them with your email list going forward over the next 12 months, and you're going you're gonna to break even knowing that they're going to sign up for a $50 thing on average and, and stick for 12 months, but you're also going to make money by marketing to them every single week on your email list. So it's everyone's a winner. I, I didn't know exactly how this works because I've always financed getting traffic mm-hmm. into my um and, and my business partner's mentioned to me a few times, just use a CPA network to get people in when you've got a good lead magnet. And it's like, I don't, I've never really paid attention. <laughs> and you just explained it and I'm like, fuck, I should have listened years ago. Um, how did you get into this? So, so where did you, where did you start from? Where did, where did, where did it all begin? Yeah. So, um, well, actually, uh, when I was still like living with my parents and I, uh, I was uh, in the end of high school. I don't know, uh, like here in Brazil, if it's the same that it is for people in the UK or in the US or in other places. But here, like when you're 17 or so, you end like high school and then you go to college. And my thing is that I didn't want to go to college. <laughs> so uh, okay. so I, I wanted to find something different to do. But uh, my parents were not happy about that idea. They wanted me to actually go to college. So um but they were always supporting me in my crazy ideas and business ventures, even though the outcomes were not always great, but they were very supportive uh, with the condition that I should continue going to college. Cause uh, that was like uh, at least my plan B, it should be my, my plan B. Like if yeah. everything goes wrong and things were going wrong at the time. So I should, I should uh, have that option. So, um, and then one day uh, my, my dad showed me a, uh, a newspaper, a local newspaper, and that uh, I, I saw the story of an American guy there, actually. I think he was American or he was British. I'm not sure now. But he had a, created a website about retiring at 21. And, and, and basically, in, in blog, he was uh, telling his story and how he retired at 21 and uh, at least became a millionaire and had the option to retire at that point. And what he was doing was basically at the time, just doing AdSense with his blogs. And, uh, and that was like, uh, that, that really caught me. Like I thought that was amazing. And I decided I wanted to do that because I was trying other things, but not really internet marketing related things. And, what, and what, that's what, when what I got what other stuff did you try before you got into this then? What, what, like, because all those entrepreneurs have got these mad backstories where we're like, oh, I mean, I've got yeah, I'll, some ones. I was always like connected to technology. So I, I learned how to do like uh, uh, coding, like PHP and other things. Uh, I haven't done this for many years now. So definitely not something I can still do. But at the time, I was trying to work as a freelancer. Uh, I tried to start like, uh, kind of a local agency for building websites for companies. Uh, well, let's remember it's over 15 years ago. So, uh, you know, things were a little bit different. And yeah, so I was trying those things. And um, 
I was doing some video editing as well and learning how to edit videos using Adobe Premiere at the time. I don't know if it even exists still nowadays, but yeah, it's still uh, one at best. Yeah, so I, I used to use that one and was basically uh, learning different things uh, and all involved uh, technology related things like to try to make money from my computer, but I was not actually doing anything related to internet marketing specifically until it's the moment I saw that um, that newspaper article. And that's when I decided I wanted to work with, uh, I didn't know it was internet marketing at the time, but with promoting and selling things and making money on the internet. And uh, well, then I tried it. I started the, 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 the newbie journey, which is normally going from one thing to another, trying a bunch of different things. So that's what I did. I tried traffic exchanges at the time. Those were very popular. Um, I tried all kinds of things. And, um, and then eventually I, had, I, I made some money, but like very small amount of money, but was my first profitable venture doing some kind of um, arbitrage with ClickBank products. So many people had a blogs at the time. Blogging was kind of hot at the time, but many people, they were bloggers and they were blogging not because they wanted to make money. They just like, like a guy was a gamer and he decided to start a blog about games and just create a community there. Uh, and then he became popular. He blog became huge, but he didn't really know at the time how to make money using his blog. So what I, what I would do at the time was just to arbitrage some offers. I would get some offers from ClickBank and those people were not really even aware of ClickBank, put banners on their websites, and then we would split uh, the commissions. So that uh, worked for some time, but not for too long because of course, uh, when those people started going directly to ClickBank, it just became obsolete. So uh, yeah. that was my first successful venture. And then after that, uh, I, I started focusing a lot on trying to promote initially ClickBank products with paid traffic because I realized that that arbitrage thing wouldn't last forever. So um, that's when I got started with affiliate marketing, but I had a no success with ClickBank. And then eventually I came to know about CPA offers that uh, were also affiliate offers, but with the difference that I didn't have to generate sales. And one day I found my first profitable campaign with a CPA offer. And then, and then I just kept repeating the process of scaling and, 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 and improving what I was doing. So once you did it once, you could do it over and over again then? Yeah, I had my failures, but when I kind of cracked the code, I then uh, could have many profitable campaigns after that. So it was even like my main roadblock after that was actually cash flow, like, because it, uh, nowadays, most companies, they will pay weekly, but at the time, um, most companies were paying like net 30. So I would have to wait 30 days to get yeah. my, my earnings and I would run out of cash for, for continuing to, to invest in traffic. So I, I had that cash flow issue. Uh, but I was happy because I, I knew how to make the campaigns profitable. So for me, that was the... The, it was the time that was thing. stopping you from scaling though, wasn't it? Because if you only had, say, 10 grand you could invest in to add, you had to wait until 30 days when you started to get your 10 grand exactly. back. So you could reinvest and reinvest and, and scale it to the point where you could give 20 and 30 and 40. Yeah, and, and that's where a lot of people fail in it is because they don't have the staying power to say, right, I'm going to invest five grand into this and I'm not going to touch any of the money for six months or 12 months and I'm just going to keep uh -huh. reinvesting. And at that point, then you exactly. can quit your full-time job. You can keep a decent wage and you can continue to grow the business. And I don't think, I think that's where a lot of people are like, wow, made 10 grand. I'm going to go on holiday. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's exactly. idiot. 
when, I, when I got my first payout, I did buy a pizza, but <laughs> except for that, I was just like reinvesting the money and, and trying to build that cash flow. And uh, it didn't take too long, actually, you know, because when I started doing some volume with the company, some of them accepted to pay like every 15 days, which already improved my, my cash flow process. And, and, and then I was, uh, my campaigns had a pretty good ROI as well. So, um, you know, I was making good money considering the amount I was investing in the campaigns. So eventually I managed to solve the problem. Have you ever any walls where you've thought to yourself, oh, fuck this, I'm going to quit. I'm going to, I'm going to get, a, I'm going to get a normal <laughs> job. I'm going to, have you got any examples of times when that's happened? Yeah. Yes. Well, actually I, I. I no longer remember the exact number, but I had that number until a few years ago. But it was like 40-something attempts that were like completely failed attempts when I was getting started with internet marketing. Um, wow. I put everything under this internet marketing umbrella, but I, but I was trying all kinds of things at the time. I was trying to sell like some DVDs. I had attempts trying to uh, promote all kinds of different offers. I, I, I remember even trying to... Uh, make money with a method that I learned about playing on casinos on the internet, like some sort of math or thing to win when playing roulette. I don't know if you have ever heard of those things. I don't, don't even know if this is still a, a topic, but at the time I was, uh, I, I remember that I tried. <laughs> I remember finding one that told me that if you keep pressing this thing, yeah, you get paid like a penny every time you press it. I must have sat there for two days pressing this fucking button on this website <laughs> and found out after about two days that they weren't really going to pay you any money. And it was like some sort of CPA thing, like what you're talking mm-hmm. about, which they got paid for every time it got clicked, but obviously they weren't really paying it out. It was just a trick. And, but, but yeah, I think, I think all entrepreneurs have them stories, you know, them um, like, Oh, fuck this. I've had enough. I'm going to just get a job and let somebody else take the, the stress. And the, but you can't, you you, you can't help it. You kind of, did you, did you used to feel that like you couldn't stop thinking about it? You couldn't stop. You couldn't not focus on on trying to do it, on trying to be successful, and trying to make the money. And then all of a sudden, when it happens, it's like, oh, I did mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yeah, it was... yeah. Actually, uh, I, I remember another nice story. Uh, one thing I was doing the first time I had that feeling was actually uh, when I was uh, working with uh, traffic exchange. I think they no longer exist. I'm not sure, but the idea was like this. You, you should keep uh, seeing other people's websites. So you would stay on a website for like 15, 20 seconds. And for every three views, for every three websites that you would uh, see and stay on for 15 seconds uh, on the platform, you would get one view for yourself. So it was basically a bunch of people with their websites trying to show their websites ah, to each so other. It's like a that- scheme. Yes, uh, it's a graphic pyramid scheme. Wow. Yeah, and 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 I I I was spending like literally hours a day doing that, and um, and of course I was never getting any sales until one day when I got my first ten dollars sale. I don't even remember what I was selling. It was probably an ebook or something, but it was a ten dollars sale, and for me that was all uh, excitement. It was amazing, and and. And like one or two hours later, I was uh, the sale was refunded on PayPal. I got a, like a, a, a refund, so uh, back to, to, to square zero, and that was like a huge excitement followed by a huge frustration. So in moments like uh, this one and, and many others that I had, uh, I definitely thought about just quitting, going to college, uh, you know, and, and 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 doing something that would that I thought would be easier, like just getting a job or something like that. But, 
the truth is that, you know, I, I, that was only when I was in that peak of emotion, like super frustrated, I would think those things, but one, two days later, uh, I would, uh, uh, you know, I, I would change my mind and again, get obsessed with starting a business because, you know, it, I, I, I never saw myself doing something else to be honest. So I completely get that. The, the, uh, it's, it's, it's something that's in you. It's something you just can't not do. Um, and I, I, I think after speaking to lots and lots and lots and lots of different entrepreneurs all the time, what I find is most, almost everybody has a similar story to exactly what you've just told me, where they go through mm-hmm. these ups and these downs and these, these like, problems where it's like this is like it's torture it's torture. but then you're so desperate for that success that i remember doing my first bit of money as a locksmith um but, but doing it myself though by 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 promoting it online and it was a 45 pound charge to go and pick a lock open on a house and i come home and that 45 grand uh, 45 quid was was like the best thing i can that ever and i was like so proud of myself and i was so happy and i was like i've done it i've finally done it like at this time i had like my bedroom was was filled with stuff where you could barely walk. You could walk through to my bed and that was it. And everything else was packed with like <laughs> knee bandages and elbow bandages and all sorts of different fucking musical instruments and stuff I was trying to sell. Um, and, and it was like, and it, and it had boxes full of, um, my, I can't remember what I called it. It was a taxi rank I was trying to set up. And what I did is I printed off thousands of these cards and I went around <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of different houses trying to post all these cards in there. And then I found out it's illegal. <laughs> and he was like, oh no, you're not allowed to do taxi unless you're like, and it was like loads of stuff like that. But I remember the first earnings, uh, uh, that, that's the, they're the sweetest out of there. Like the, that was the best. That it's like, um, it validates that, okay, all of these years where people have been saying, you're an idiot and it's never going to work. Get a normal job. But they were wrong. And they, they got it wrong. So when did you realize what you're doing is like a game changer for you? So, so when, when was the point where you thought to yourself, holy shit, this is the one I'm going to do. This is the one I'm going to keep doing. Like, I'm going to focus on this one. When, when was that point? I think it, it was really when I had my first uh, profitable CPA campaign. Because as I said, I, I made some money with that arbitrage, uh, arbitrage uh, thing before. But I was making like $100 a month. Uh, it, it may sound like okay. nothing, but uh, if we consider that I was in Brazil, that the exchange rates were different, well, basically, I uh, just months earlier, I, I had a, a video uh, editing job, was working as a video editor for a small business in my local area. And uh, I was getting paid like 500 uh, a month in our local currency. And... With the exchange, that was like about $200 a month. So that was my oh, wage wow. at the time. So making $100 extra was not bad, that like was... 50%. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I was making some money, but I knew that was not something I could rely on because I was just you know connecting people with the marketplace and affiliate offers, and there was no reason for them not to do that themselves directly, except for the fact that they were not aware of that opportunity. But eventually I, I always knew they would uh, become aware and would just like get rid of me and my commission. So just keep everything for them. So uh, it, my, my really, uh, when I had the feeling that I had a finally kind of cracked the code of the thing was when I had my first profitable CPA campaign. So because I was, uh, at the time I was running Bing ads, so mm-hmm. search PPC, and I was promoting and a Cyberry offer, it was uh, uh, an Cyberry offer for losing weight and that kind of stuff. What, what and I was not Cyber. 
What does a Cyberry offer mean? A, a Cyberry is a a Cyberry is a uh, a fruit that comes actually here from Brazil, but at the time it became very popular in the United States and other uh, countries as well. And many people were using it and recommending it for uh, helping with weight loss, basically to speed up weight loss. So uh, was it like a was it like a red a red? Yeah, pills. We... Uh, people were like a supplement. Like they were. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You would take the the acai berry pills as as a, kind of a supplement to speed up your weight loss. So, um, and I was promoting one of those things. So basically, uh, the offer was one of those subscription offers that I mentioned. People would. Uh, pay for shipping, handling, like just like three, four dollars or something like that, to get the first bottle and, and try it, and uh, then they had the option to continue to receive other bottles once a month or something like that, and then it would be like eighty dollars a bottle or something like that, and the offer was paying me like twenty five, thirty dollars, something like that, for uh, getting people uh, to request a free trial bottle. So oh, wow. uh, that was the campaign it was running for. Uh, Basically, uh, since the cyber was very popular at the time, the, the, the keywords related to it, they, they had a good volume, even on, on Bing. So uh, that, that was, I was doing that, but I was not getting any conversions. I was just like wasting all my traffic and all my budget, which was uh, definitely not good at the time. And then one day, very frustrated, almost with no money to continue the campaign, I decided to pause the campaign and just sit and, and try to think about what I could possibly do differently instead of being stressed and trying a bunch of things because that was my style. I, I decided just to do something different, like just almost like a meditation <laughs> and, uh, and it occurred to me that I was kind of losing people on my landing page and that I should find something to put on my landing page that would really close people like that. The landing page was the problem keywords and traffic. Like people were searching for that. They were interested in that. The offer was good. I knew it was doing well for other affiliates in the, the CP network. So the problem had it to be the landing page. So uh, I made some research and I saw that Oprah in her TV show, she had actually recently uh, at the time mentioned a Cyberry. And I decided just to quote her on my page and put the exact words that she used and quoted her like, and, uh, and, and removed most of the copy just kept it there, kept it very simple and focused on what Oprah said about a Cyberry. Uh, she had a, said that just a few days earlier. And, uh, and then it worked. I got the first conversion and the second conversion and, and the campaign eventually was, was profitable. So uh, it turns out that it, it was indeed the landing page, the problem. And then, of course, it developed other strategies for creating better landing pages, but... Uh, after learning that lesson, I was able to to uh, get better results. Like, for example, my English, it's uh, still far from perfect, but at the time, it was much worse. So I started getting people to proofread my pages and improve grammar and basically make the page look like they had been written by a native English speaker. So that made a lot of difference as well. Uh, but I, I started getting better results by focusing on my landing page. That was my, uh, for what I was doing at the time, that was kind of my secret sauce to create landing pages that would. Uh, genius. So you got a quote. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the sort of stuff we do now. I think my, my webinar, I've got quotes from Elon Musk in my webinar. Um, and it's, it's like a testimonial from somebody that people recognize straight away, even though 
it's not a testimonial. It's a quote that they've said, mm-hmm. but if they, it, it kind of validates the, the whole point, and that's genius. That so that that started absolutely crushing it because it's just one testimonial, really, in it that that's just blew it up. Yeah, and and that that worked because you know Oprah, it, she, if she said something about a cyberry, it had it to be true, right? So uh, it kind of was a way to transfer authority. And what Oprah said was about a cyberry in general, not the exact product I was promoting. But uh, it's still worth it, and uh, yeah. And then, of course, after that, uh, I, you know, in, in, when you're in, in the internet marketing space, things are always changing, always evolving. Uh, I no longer use Bing ads nowadays, for example. So I start using different platforms, promoting different kinds of offers. Nowadays, I focus a lot more on free lead generation offers, and that one was a free trial offer, which is a little bit different because people are actually paying for shipping. So there is a, a cred car. Yeah. Uh, in the process, but, uh, but still, uh, you know, I, after that, um, things just got better and better and better. So I, I so think that's free, the moment when I, that was my free lead, breakthrough moment. What's a free lead generation offer? What does that mean? How, how would you explain a free lead generation offer? No, yeah. A, a free lead generation offer is an offer that doesn't require any credit card number at all. Like people don't have to pay for anything. There's no cost for the end user. So the examples that I gave in the beginning uh, about uh, like people just installing an app or registering for something, those were uh, those are completely free offers. So they are free lead generation offers. The Asaiberry one that uh, I used for, for having my first profitable campaign, it was not a free lead generation offer because people were paying like $4 or so for shipping, but they were there was a payment, like they had to place an order, submit yeah. a credit card number. There was a transaction there. So... Uh, but it was still a pretty um, nice offer. And, and at the time, was I, I didn't really have like a preference or I was just trying to push any offer that was doing well on, on the CPA networks. And that was doing well. I started to, to try to, to push that one. Uh, but nowadays, I, um, I use different strategies for traffic, for promoting offers. But uh, I think that, you know, for um, promoting CPA offers, it's when you really understand how you can get people to perform those simple actions. Yeah. Uh, then uh, that's how you can you can be, become successful and continue to be successful because things change. Of course, platforms change. Uh, then after that came Facebook. Then uh, after Facebook, we had Instagram and TikTok now. And uh, I don't know now with the threads. I I don't know how how it's gonna impact. I'm not. Uh, yeah, I've not even looked at it yet. But it's it's. I mean. People don't change, do they? That's the key. The key is understanding exactly. the psychology of, of of what the person's going to do and how they're going to react to what they see on the page or what they see in fucking the metaverse or wherever it is nowadays that people are going to be. I mean, I, I can't see. I mean, they've been saying, haven't they, for the, since about the 80s, the email's dead and, and email. Do you, do you build an email list off the back of what you do? Yes. Nowadays, I, I, I do it too. Uh, it's not my main focus, but I do have some some lists that I built in some areas, and what I do is basically to get the lead first, and then um, and then promote offers on the back end. The way I started doing some uh, list building and was because I well as I was evolving in the CPA space, I learned about different things you can do, and one of the different things you can do is uh, to set some direct deals with merchants, advertisers, companies. So you can even cut down that middleman. That's the CPA network in many cases. And uh, some of those companies, they will uh, allow you to capture the leads and then send them the leads. So it's 
a process where you're also getting the lead. It's not always possible. It's not every offer. It's not every company, but there are uh, situations when this is possible. Normally, this is something that's uh, easier for you to uh, for you to get this type of deal if you uh, if you can do volume. Like most of the deals that I got in this format, they came from offers that I was already promoting via the CP networks, yeah. and then I uh, decided to reach out to the company directly and see if they. Uh, we're interested in this type of deal because for me it was good because I could. Uh, well, first when you cut down the middleman, there's some extra money there. I can get paid more, or they can pay less, which or, or both. And second, because if I could keep the leads, I could monetize those leads as well, so I could sell the leads to them for less. So it was a good deal for them and a good deal for me as well. And well, then I started venturing myself with different models and different things and. This is the first time I, I actually focused on CPA with list building. So it's not my main focus, as I said, still nowadays, but uh, it's something that I still do sometimes. Because I think I've found over the years that the only real asset you've got, um, I, I mean, because I've got hundreds of websites and staff and all sorts of stuff, but I think my main asset, my, the one thing that I'd struggle to stay in business without is my email list. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, I think if you, if you, if you can figure out how to focus on getting those leads onto your email list first and then working them, um, there's a hell of a lot more money because you can sell to them five or six times then, not just mm-hmm. once. Do you know what I mean? You sell to them once and then the company, because mm-hmm. usually what will happen is you'll sell to them once, the company gets their details. They'll email them about the same product, but that'll be about it. I know people are getting more onto it these days and, and, and the bigger companies are now starting an email and marketing campaigns. But most small companies, when I, when I speak to small companies and I say to them, have you got an email marketing campaign set up? And they're like, no. Like we ain't got time for that, and like you got time to write fucking ten emails and spread them out over thirty days and do that bit first, and then write an email once a month. It's like because that's all you need to do, um, or once a week. And and but yeah, I think I think with what you do, I would definitely be focusing on that 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 um that opt-in. Uh, but but there again, I'm not making 10, 10 million commissions, so I don't fucking know. <laughs> I just I'm, I'm very I'm very hooked on lists. Um, I think they're very important, um, and we're, we're trying to get even our SEO stuff to generate um, email lists before we ever try to sell to people going forward. And I think how much so 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 you know one of them them um, where, where it's a free lead gen offer. What 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 sort of prices do people pay out for those? Is it is it is it? <laughs> Yeah, it, it varies a lot because there are different types of free legion offers. Like, for example, there are some offers that people register and it's just a short form. Like, as you said, name, last name and email address, for example, and they hit submit and you get paid. But there are offers, for example, that already require that they submit that form and then confirm your email address. Uh, okay, go to the yeah. and click the link. So that's already a little bit different. Uh, others require that people submit their name, their email address, and and then on the next page they have to provide their phone number and answer a couple of questions, for example, and then hit submit. So that is the complete lead. So payouts can they can vary a lot. Uh, you'll see anything from literally just pennies per install, like if you're trying to get an, a free app install, running a campaign on Thailand. Sometimes you're going to get like 10, 12 cents per install. And uh, if you're using push traffic or something, it may still be profitable actually. But um, there are other uh, legion offers like many uh, uh, insurance companies, for example, that if you get someone to fill out a form and request a quote, they're not buying anything. They're just requesting a quote. 
but they are providing all the information necessary for the quote. Sometimes they will pay like $30, $40, $50. Like recently, uh, there are some, uh, I've seen some mass tort offers that are basically for, uh, well, mass tort offers that allow like um, law offices to find people who may qualify to get some sort of money. Like in the United States, there, there is the uh, ERC that's very popular now. And basically companies yeah. that have some employees and didn't uh, fire them during pandemic, is, they qualify. Is that for, where they get the money? But Is that where they claim loads of money back? Yes, they, they can. Uh, if they have not. Yes, exactly. They can uh, request. I know guys made millions. Kind of for, yeah. So yeah. if you get a lead that may qualify for that, for a law office that's focusing on that, I've seen offices paying more than $200 per week, for example, sometimes more than that, because, um, you know, it's something that's for them, if the company really qualifies, it's a, a guaranteed, uh, uh, it, it's guaranteed that they will make money with that client. So they they will pay a lot for that. And there are many law offices competing for those leads now. So it makes the price go up. So yeah, it depends. And, and those are all free lead generation offers because people are not paying anything. When someone uh, uh, applies for that, like to see if they qualify for that refund, they're not paying for that. They're just putting their information there. And depend, depending on the company, it may be uh, more money. Like if they had not one employee, but like 10 employees, because it's per employee. So in this example, so uh, if they have 10, 15 employees, they can get a lot of money and the lead's going to be worth hundreds of dollars in some cases. So uh, yeah, it, it depends uh, on the niche. It depends on the type of offer. So uh, I, I normally, when I'm helping someone like who's a beginner to get started with CPA marketing, I will recommend them to promote very simple offers that require just an email address or a very short form, like no sensitive information such as phone or, or physical address or something like that. And uh, focus on offers that pay like $3, $4, something like that for like an email submit or a short form submit because those are the easiest ones for you to start with. Like, for example, if, if you're doing paid traffic and you're driving traffic to an offer, if it's, uh, if it's a very simple offer and you know you can expect like a 10% conversion rate or even more, like on an email submit offer, it's possible to expect more than that. So uh, when you send like 50 or 100 clicks to that offer, you already have some numbers there for you to draw some conclusions if the offer is converting or not, if your landing page yeah. is doing well or not. Now, if you're promoting something that costs $100 and you send 100 clicks and you get no sales, it may be too early for you to uh, determine whether it's a good campaign or a good offer or not. So you need more data, more traffic, which means more upfront investment. For if you're the affiliate promoting the offer and paying for the traffic. So uh, for beginners, I think it's easier to start with those offers that have a low payout, but a higher conversion rate. Because at the end of the day, there is always a fair balance between payout and and how hard it is for, for, for the conversion to be generated. Like no one is giving money away. Like if someone is paying like $200 for the lead, it certainly means that the lead is more, uh, it's harder to generate that lead than uh, a lead for an offer that's paying like $2 per lead. You've got to really yeah. hit the niche, haven't you? You've got to really get into the actual niche that you, you're going after um, rather than if, if yeah, like like if, you, if you're getting $100 per, 
you've got to invest $500 into it just to see if it actually converts, aren't you? You can't, if you're getting $100 a lead, there's no way just spending $100. It's like, ah, I've not, I've not made my money back, I quit. Because you might spend $500 and then, and, and you've had 10 but you've got to give it that chance. You've got to give it a bit of time. I get, I, I kind of get that. Uh, but if they've cocked up on their landing page, you're, you're kind of screwed, aren't you? Because you're, you, you, you're Gary, you've got to know that their landing page is converting. In some cases, can you speak to the companies and say, look, I need you to change this, this, and this on the landing page because it's, it's not going to convert the way you've... Yes, with the companies, not always, but you can, if you're working with a CPA network, you have uh, normally an account manager or an affiliate manager. That's basically the guy that's helping you there, your contacts there, and you can contact them for this type of thing. Like if you want to see if there are different uh, landing page options for that offer, or sometimes you can request a, a payout bump. Sometimes it's possible if you're doing good volume, but your ROI isn't great, you can ask them to see if they can get a payout bump for you because sometimes you're generating good leads. Your leads are very profitable on the back end for the company that's paying for them. And for you to continue to generate those leads, they will be willing to increase your payout by like 10, 15, 20%, sometimes even more. So uh, so it's possible to negotiate those things when you start uh, doing some volume. I say when you start doing some volume because when you're brand new, you just created your account, you have never uh, made them any money yet, if you start demanding too many things, probably they yeah, will not be, be like, yeah. you go away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But after you start generating some leads, you're doing well there. Uh, yes. The, the, the affiliate has this, this possibility to request different pages or different creatives like banners and things like that. It's possible to do that. It's really interesting. I've never actually looked at the CPA networks properly myself because we've always done lead generation, which has always been with the middleman between like the business and the um, the person that wants a business. So, so, so like, mm-hmm. so, say uh, this guy's um, locked out of his house and this guy's a locksmith. We bring them together and we'll make 50 quid or something like that. And that's kind of how we've always done it. But it's not as... Um, it's not as clean as the, as the as the CPAs, but I've never really looked at CPAs properly because I'm very one track or I've been very one track minded on this is how I do it, this is what I do. Uh, but using SEO for what it is you, you do, mm-hmm. um, it's pretty easy actually. Using content marketing strategies where you basically go off to a um, like, like any any tool that that enables you to do competitor analysis, you can go straight into a competitor analysis of somebody that's selling it. You can see every single keyword they're ranking for, mm-hmm. how difficult it is. And in a lot of cases, you can just write a thousand or fifteen hundred words of content at the bottom of the page and have the actual stuff that you want at the top, and you will outrank them. Um, it's better if you've got an age domain, but it doesn't necessarily have to be an age domain that's in that industry. Um, and that, that would work in a lot of cases on a lot of, lot of, um, thingy sites. So it's got my head ticking a little bit now and it's like, wow, really like, what's, what was your best, like, what's been your biggest achievement? You know, like say, say, can you think back to any day where you've said to yourself, holy shit, that was amazing. Um, have you got any examples of that? Yeah, sure. Um, well, basically, um, just to, to compliment what you said before I answer your question. So uh, what you mentioned about lo- generating leads for local businesses, it's pretty much the same. Like it's the, the same concept. You're, you're playing the middleman. You're generating leads, helping com- uh, companies connect with potential customers. I like the idea of CPA because you can go to uh, – you can do it at, at the national level or even international level. Like I, I am in Brazil and I pretty much don't run campaigns for Brazil. Like I, I've done so, but – uh, most of my traffic is coming from from English speaking countries, and um, sometimes I run some campaigns in totally random 
locations like for for different countries so uh, i like to have this freedom um but it's pretty much the same the concept is the same and 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 the uh, about the big achievement well i've had a quite a few i think that for me one thing that was very um important a few years ago was when i because what i did at the time was to kind of transition from being an affiliate on the CPA networks to actually turning that one person business into a company with a few people working, uh, still same business model, like generating leads, not only with CPA networks at the time, I already had a many direct deals. So I had a, a lot of room for scaling as well. Uh, and I started an actual company. Like I always had the dream to do that. And, uh, and then, we just, uh, I got a partner, we decided to rent a place. And, uh, and for me, that was a big achievement to, to have, like, uh, it was not a big company. Like I, I think the maximum we had there uh, in terms of people working, that was like, it was less than 20, like 18, 19 people, I think. Um, uh, but, uh, for me, that was a big achievement. And after a few years, then I realized that I was more like a digital guy. And then we started doing the home office thing way before the pandemic. And, uh, and nowadays it's, it's, uh, almost hundred percent digital online. After the pandemic, we completed the, during actually during the pandemic, we completed the transition to, to be a hundred percent digital. And, um, just like every, I, I have a team of people working with me, but we don't have no. to be together like physically. Yeah. So, um, I, I find it a lot better to work in this format nowadays. But at the time, I had that dream. I had that idea. I had that, you know, I had to have that experience to, and then when, when it actually came true, then the magic was gone. And I was just like facing the reality of going to the office every day. And, yeah, and I decided a job. To, yeah, I created a job yeah. for myself. So I, I decided not to do that. But, um, but for me at the time, that was super amazing, uh, especially because I, uh, uh, it was possible for me to to see other people also making money uh, with what I was doing, like with the, the business I had created. It was not no longer only me and my computer, but other people who had other families who had like, so uh, I could see that impact. I think that was the thing that was really great for me. And it still happens that, nowadays. So just we're not in an, in an office like <laughs> for, uh, that's, that's, going there That's the hardest day. part of having a business in it is you feel responsible for everybody who works mm-hmm. for you, for their livelihoods as well as your own. And it's like the more people that work for you, the more you're like, fuck, I have to make keep this going and make this happen. And mm-hmm. kind of you've got a lot of people relying on you, not just your own family, but other people's families and other people's kids and, and just other people in general are exactly. all relying on you for it. And it's like, it's pretty scary. Um, it is, it's pretty scary. Um, but it's fun. I mean, building that business, that first business. I mean, so so you had 19 people based in your office. Yes. Uh, I remember that we got pretty close to 20. So uh, we and, and then I decided at, at that point, no, okay, it's it's enough for the for this office thing. It's just, it's I, as job. you said, yeah, I created a job for myself. At first, I wanted to get rid of a job. Then I, I created one. And not only for me, like I, everyone there, you know, we were following the routine. It, it was not really necessary. Like now we all work from from home and and uh, we use just like a virtual workspace. We use Slack and, and, and that's all we do. Like 
we're there. It's the same. And uh, we have people from different places. Like that was another important thing because we started to hire people who were not there and they had to work remotely because they were in different countries in different places. So uh, I just realized that it was that format was kind of limiting our, our business instead of uh, helping it. So, but yeah, almost 20 people in an office. That was for me. Uh, so what what is it that you do right now? So right now in, in, in like, obviously, I know you do a lot on the CPA and stuff like that, but what is it you're doing right now day to day? Who do you work with? Do you have students? Do you have um, <laughs> software? Do, 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 what, what is you doing right now in, in, in your business and life? Yeah, so uh, I, I first started with CPA marketing and it's still uh, CPA marketing lead generation in general. It's still the core of my business. But it's been 10 years since I started also coaching other people. The way it started was a bit funny because it started with um, the affiliate managers, the, the, which, as I mentioned before, is that person that manages many affiliate accounts in the CPA network. They started to ask me to just show what I was doing to other affiliates. Like the, we're promoting similar offers or same offers, but uh, with not so great results. And I was always very happy to say yes. Like, why not? But then I, at some point, I started to suspect that I was the only guy saying yes because they were sending too many people to me. So, yeah. um, and then I, I, I decided to kind of take a break from that. But eventually, I remembered that I was very active on on internet marketing forums at the time. And and then one day I saw a post on a forum uh, with a great testimonial from someone who uh, had been one of my and that was totally unsolicited one of my pupils in the beginning. And and then also that person, he actually won a contest uh, with a big CPA network. And the, the, the prize was a trip to Las Vegas. And he won that contest. He got the prize. He went to the trip. He had a lot of fun there. And uh, well, that allowed me to see that uh, that thing of helping other people is not just like a matter of being kind to others and sharing information. It was that, but also... It was something that had a lot of potential in all senses of the word. Like it had a lot of potential for helping more people, for impacting more people, for starting another business, for making money as well. Like there was another uh, big thing that I was not really seeing because I was too focused on just doing the CPA stuff, like the Same running thing. my own campaigns. And, and then I started actually um, taking that more seriously. And then I created my first coaching program because I, I saw that I had to kind of organize things. I couldn't just like keep getting those requests saying yes and talking to someone on Skype and other person via email. And it was just impossible to, to, um, to, to be productive without organizing things. So I created a coaching program and, and then I never stopped working with uh, students and, uh, well, not only I have worked with all kinds of students over the years, like beginners, people looking to start an online business. I think this is, has always been the main. Uh, this is the 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 the, the number one uh, type of student that I have. I think because CPA is very simple for you to start with because you don't even have to sell anything, so it gives you the chance to make money just by generating leads. But I've worked with other people who um, had other businesses as well, like e-commerce. Uh, some e-commerce people that wanted to find a way to monetize non-buyers, people who were going to their stores, not buying anything, living without buying, like oftentimes traffic that they were paying for. So CPA and free offers 
were a nice way for them to monetize those known buyers. What would they do? Just just put an exit intent pop up on them, and then bam, they're monetizing the known buyers. Yeah, there are different ways to do that. But yes, that was one way to do that. Another way was to mail uh, cart abandons, like people who would uh, ah, right. yeah, yeah, abandon yeah. cart without buying. You could mail them something. Uh, oftentimes, they would have already provided their email, so you could email them uh, something similar but free. And uh, like, if for example, if it was an e-commerce store that sells like supplements and stuff like that, and they decided to buy a supplement but ended up not completing the order, you could mail them a CPA offer with a similar supplement and they would have to pay only for shipping and handling to, to, to give it a try. Many people then would say yes, because it went down from like $50, $60 to like $3, $4 for them. So uh, that was also one strategy. So basically, um, lead generation, I think it's everywhere for all kinds of businesses. So I just started coaching people in many different areas when it comes to generating leads and uh, and working in the CPA space, mainly on the affiliate side. I've never actually been on the advertiser side. I have never owned my own CPA offer. I've, I've met many people who do that, have some friends who have their own offers in the CPA networks. But I myself have been always happy with the with being the affiliate, and I have always coached people on how to be on the affiliate side as well. Because you know, yeah, when you're the hardest, the hardest part of running a business is is the customer support. So you've kind of done the right exactly. thing. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it, it kind of feels that if if if, if you actually, uh, I always felt like if I uh, were to own an offer and or something like that, then it would become a real business and it would have real business problems. So I prefer to continue with my. Uh, business that is basically just promoting offers, generating leads, and creating the campaigns, uh, and that's it. And yeah, so I've, I've been coaching people for a long time, have thousands of sets of stories. And uh, yeah, I, if, if you start working with CPA Networks nowadays, and you mention uh, my coaching program, which is called CPA Evolution, or my name, chances are that uh, they will have at least a handful of students from the program there because there are thousands so now in the CPA space. If, if, if anybody listening, cause I promised you I'll keep you on for an hour. I can see I'm, I'm, I'm two minutes from deadline. Um, but uh -huh. what I would say is, is if, um, anybody listening wants to work with you, wants to get involved in what you do or is looking to, to become either involved in CPA or be, be coached, what would they do? Where would they find you? How would they get hold of you? Awesome. Okay. So actually, um, more recently I've created a free mastermind group. So the idea is that Wait. even if you can't pay afford paying for coaching or for any kind of training, you can learn the most important things that are completely free. So, so you said free. So it doesn't yeah, cost free. anything. No, oh, no okay. catches. Oh, <laughs> cool, man. And, That's a first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to give you an idea, we have an archive there with lots of trainings and recordings there. And it's over 250 hours of training there now. And it's free. Wow. So, um the website is wealthyminds.group, not .com. Wealthyminds.group. Wealthyminds.group. And I'll just say that one more time, not for the people listening, for the guys editing. Wealthyminds.group. Make sure the link goes below the video. Um, that's just so we know. We'll put that below the video and we'll stick that on the thing so that people can get to it because I know that um, – we have a ton of lead generation people in our industry, in our audience, like a ton of lead gen people. Um, a lot of them use SEO and stuff like that, but being able to figure out how to monetize there, because a lot of them will have sites that are sat there with lots of traffic that are not monetized. 
And I think if they could figure out how to monetize the traffic, um, even if it was a case of not having to sell direct to because a lot of people don't like speaking to local businesses and saying, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? This shit's got to be make loads of money for your business and, and it's, you've got to pay me for it. And people are like, oh, scared of selling type of type of thing. Whereas with a CPA network, it's a case of just saying, what, do you, what are you going to pay me? And then putting a link on your site and you're almost, you start earning. Yeah, exactly. You don't have that negotiation part. Uh, you have a bunch of offers listed there. Choose the categories, you order specifics, select the one you want to promote and get your link and start promoting it. It's it's really that simple. I absolutely love it, mate. It's been absolutely brilliant speaking to you. I will say thank you very, very much for coming on. Uh, it's been an honor. I've learned quite a bit. Um, I might reach out to you again about some CPA stuff, but for everybody listening, it's William Souza. Did I say that right? Yes. It's right. Yes, I got it right. William Sosa. Um, and it is Wealthy Minds.group. Correct. Not group. Wealthy Minds.group. Wealthy Minds.group. Thank you very much, mate. Everybody, I will see you next week with another entrepreneur. Thank you very much. Cheers. Bye-bye.